3-2 pitch. Swung on a drill to right field. Doing back Sanders on the track at the wall. See ya! See ya! See ya! A home run by Derek Jeter. He pumps his fist in the air as he rounded first. He'll hit on third base. He high-fives Willie Randolph. And the entire Yankee team mobs him at home plate as he leaps onto the dish with a 4-3 Yankee win. Oh, oh, what a ball game. A game-winning walk-off home run by Derek Jeter. He is Mr. November. You are now listening to the Bleachers Creatures Yankees podcast, part of Elite Sports Radio. Okay, today is Sunday, March 31st, episode four, the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports NY. I'm James Kelly. I'm here with my co-host Rob Ulrich and the Yankees still can't beat the Baltimore Orioles. Probably the worst team in Major League Baseball, and we are now one and two against them to start our season. Maybe ever. it might be the worst team ever. It's like a repeat almost of last year. It is because last year we lost so many games to Baltimore, and that was the difference in the division. That the yes. Red Sox actually beat these bad teams, and we just against the Rays early when they weren't good, and against Baltimore, we just couldn't win games. Yeah, well, it's not even just those teams specifically. Just I think they showed a stat during today's game. It was like the bottom four teams in the league. We were we were about nine to ten games worse than the Red Sox were against those teams, and that's the division right there last year. Yeah, the yeah. Red Sox won the division by eight games. So that's exactly it, and that's why we're not as far away from the Red Sox as everyone seems to think we were last year. It was we were right there. We were equal teams. We just couldn't beat the bad teams for whatever reason. Part of it, I thought yesterday was going to be different, uh, the Saturday game against the Orioles, because they bullpen. And bullpenning is weird. Games get won because you bullpen and nobody can adjust to it. Yeah, I mean, it was just two unfortunate games. Slow, great start on Thursday. You know, we were here, you know, having our fun, doing our over-exaggerations, and then coming right back down to earth. Kind of the same issues as last year, just leaving guys on base. Striking out a lot and just not being able to drive drive runs in, you know? And it just hurt us the past two days. You know, we can't be losing games like that to teams like the Orioles, you know? I mean, who, again, who knows? Maybe the Orioles are good. Probably not. You know, they're probably one of those teams that maybe will start off hot, but then, you know, by the end of the year, they're just exactly what they're supposed to be. But who knows? In the grand scheme of things, those games may come down to hurt us. But hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully we'll figure it out. Again, it's just the first week. You know, no need to overreact, but... Hopefully we could kind of sort that out a little bit. Well, we're going to overreact because what's the point of being a sports fan if you don't get to overreact when your team loses? True. Another good point. This, uh, is our, this is our opportunity to go onto Yankees Twitter and tell everyone how right we were about our takes from seven months ago, which are completely invalid at this point. Yeah, March baseball is just for assholes, though. Yeah, well, the season starts tomorrow, April 1st. Yeah. That's the real start of the season. We'll be at yeah. the game tomorrow. Yes, we will be. Very exciting. Against the Tigers, who are maybe I, I don't want to say the Tigers are worse than the Orioles because I feel like that might mean they win. Apparently, we don't beat bad teams again, but I'm really looking forward to it. First time at the stadium this year. Well, I haven't been in attendance for a Yankees win in forever, so 
I can almost guarantee you only that Boston game last year and they lost. The famous Joe Kelly incident. Feed me Joe Kelly. Yeah. Oh, well, I might have done. Yeah, I did the one game last year and then a ga- uh, one game the year before. Don't really get to the stadium as much as I like to. It's just a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah. Uh, Takeaway from Saturday's games, uh, James Paxton is fantastic. He is really good at pitching. He yeah, he looks living great. In strike zone. Just but, fastball, 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 living there. Yeah, that was a great to see a good start from him. Fortunately, he couldn't get the win, but it was good to see that he came out throwing good. Yeah, and really, it was kind of dinky plays that ended up in those two runs. One of them uh, was a direct result of the throwing error by Gary Sanchez to second which is now two days in a row that he's had a throwing error on a steal to second base. I mean, his throw today was just It was the same one yesterday. It just it looks like he just alligator-armed it, and it went wide. Like, they, like, not even close. Not even close to making a play at all. Which Might is as well on to the ball. It's like, all of a sudden, Gary Sanchez can block balls like nobody's business, but he can't throw a runner out at second. He's just anti-Gary. He's the reverse Gary Sanchez. This is an imposter. It's the anti-Sanchez. Uh, DJ Amehu is really good at defense, like really good. Yeah, and he's not even in our everyday lineup, which is unbelievable to say. Who is he? I have? mean, he is, he's going to be a utility guy. He wasn't on the opening day roster. He'll probably play 140 games this year, though. But yeah, it's just true. we haven't had a really good defensive third baseman in a while, which was a refreshing change of pace. Where I didn't hold my breath every time a throw went to first base. I do had some really good plays at third today. Today he did, yeah. He made a really good uh, play going towards foul. Didn't get, didn't get the out, but still made a nice play to save a double. Yeah, and, and just the fact that he got to that ball and he didn't double clutch it, he just came up throwing, that's a huge improvement on his defense from last year because that's what he did. He would double clutch it, he'd take four steps towards first base and then overthrow it because he had to rush the throw. Mm-hmm. But either way, uh, the team looked flat. Both days the team just looked flat. Uh, after Saturday's game, Aaron Judge came out and said, we need to start playing with our backs against the wall more often, which is, it felt like the whole problem last year. And now the problem this year is they don't really get going until the late innings of the game. Like a sense of urgency. You know, they let these bad teams hang around. And, you know, this is what happens when you're playing from behind the entire time. You know, you're really putting yourself at a disadvantage, you know, mentally, especially in the gamesmanship of, of the game itself. So that's just a real frustrating thing. I agree with him a lot, though. You know, they're just complacent a lot. You know, this team should be really good, you know, competing for division title, competing for uh, American League Championship, trying to get to the World Series. They should be there. They should be in the conversation and just playing games from behind the entire time, letting teams hang around, not putting them away. Yeah, when you we can't should. play from behind. You just yeah. can't, especially not when you have a bullpen. We should, is what, you, know, you just need a lead. If yeah. you get a lead early, your bullpen can lock it down. But this is game two and three of the season against the Baltimore Orioles. It felt more like this was a mid-July matinee. Again, like we just nobody really cared. It looked like we were just out there going through the motions, which is exactly what Aaron Judge said. He's like, we need to play with some urgency. We're not going to win a lot of games if we're just out there. You know, uh, I'm going to get my at bats. I'm going to see my pitches, whatever. Like you got to go out there and try to win a ball game, even if it is just the Orioles. Yeah, well, we were even saying that, though. The game just felt like it dragged on forever and no one had real any sense of urgency. It was just we were watching the game and we were just like this game. Today's game was almost four hours long, and that was after three-hour rain delay yeah, just boring so this game was supposed to start at seven o'clock it ended at what eight o'clock it was supposed Something to start like it was supposed to start at one one yeah yeah and yeah. it just ended so late yeah it it like around, i think 7 30 baseball to happen it ended around 7 30 i think so yeah it was just unbelievable yeah made us record late which sucks <laughs> yeah now we're both really tired 
Yeah, we both, both had a couple beers. We're just I had not I have not consumed okay. any. I've had a couple beers <laughs> watching baseball on a Sunday. Uh Hap did not look great at all today. No, that's concerning too. Um but he looked pitiful the entire day, you know. Yeah, it was his first loss as a Yankee in the regular season. Uh he went four innings, gave up five hits and four runs, all of them earned, only had three strikeouts, and he gave up two homers. One of them was a three-run homer, which is just a bomb to center field. The other one hit a short porch. But either way, it, it's just not what you want to see from someone that you really have to rely on until Severino comes back and until Sabathia can come back. Yeah, I mean, we definitely need him to step it up. That was I'm really concerned. Again, it's only one start, so I shouldn't you know, overreact. But what we saw today was not good. Very concerned about his performance going forward. Hopefully, it's just a little hiccup and it'll tie it together. But... You know, it just seemed like the same thing. Just no intensity, no urgency to try to get batters out. Just kind of let people hanging around the entire day on him. I mean, he's letting, what's this dude's name? Rickard? Rickard? Like, who Joey, the hell? Joey Rickard. Who the hell is that guy? Like, yeah, he's not someone. Oh, I don't think Rickard hit the home run off of Rickard hit it, I think, off of uh, Tarpley. So that doesn't, that point's null and void. Um, so I'll just give up on that one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's even worse. It was Nunez got the first home run off him, and he's a nobody. Trey Mancini is at least supposed to be good. Yeah. But uh, it's it's really weird to say, but the pitcher today that I had the most confidence in was Luis Sessa. And I really, I don't, I didn't like the way that felt at all. It's yeah, good. I mean, he looked great today. I should say great. He looked solid, which was nice to see. And he looked like someone who's going to be a really good slop guy. He's going to clean up the shit. Need, you know, of Hap, and especially we have no idea what our starting pitching is going to be like for the foreseeable future. It would be nice to have someone in there that could sew up, you know, three or four innings if we need him to, if things get out of control or pitch counts get high. So that's reassuring yeah. to see that. So hopefully he can keep that going. Canely was really concerning today. He ended up, he got out of the... Well, yeah, he got out of the inning with no damage, but he walked the bases loaded with no outs. And there's three consecutive walks, and then he ended up getting two strikeouts, and it just he barely, barely made it out of that inning, which was concerning because he's also a guy we have to lean on heavily, especially because he has no options left. So our only two options with Tommy Canley are to keep him, DFA him, or trade him. Yep. And I don't think if he's pitching like this, anyone's going to want to trade for him. So we're either going to have to cut him, and then anybody can have him, or you have to keep him on the roster the entire year. Yeah, I mean, really concerning walking the base and loaded, obviously. But Paul Nisodini was a nice recovery. Again, was that his first action of the, of the year? Uh, I can't remember if he got some time in the first game. I can't remember either. Anywho, again, it's early. Hopefully we figure these things out. Um, I'm going to keep my takes kind of calm for today. Um, mostly because I'm just exhausted uh, yeah. from that boring four-hour baseball game. Yeah, so, after the three-hour rain delay. Like, we've been, it's just been Yankees baseball for seven hours today. And I watched the post-game, too. So I've just been, like, pretty much since I woke up today, all I've been doing is Yankees baseball. Yep. Uh, the offense today uh, was basically asleep at the wheel the entire time. Brett Gardner looks he just looks completely overmatched and completely lost. He had his first hit of the year today, so he's now one for 12, which is concerning for someone. Like, we don't even know when Hicks is coming back. He's like just starting baseball activities. Yeah, I mean, he got that little slapper through today, but especially in the leadoff role, really concerning to see it from, you know, the veteran on the team, the guy who's been there the longest and whatnot. Um, like you said, one for 12. 
just looks like a shell of him former self out there. Hopefully he can figure it out. I don't know. Like you said, we don't know when Hicks is coming back at all. I don't know what options they really want to do. So what do we got? Trockman? Trockman. Trockman. I don't know if they're going to start trotting him out there or whatnot. But God, I hope not. Who knows? Center field's a huge issue right now. And hopefully we can figure that out soon. Yeah, it's not great. And I, this is going to go back for like if, what it feels like 10 years. The Yankees with running and scoring positions, they're just not scoring. Yeah, that's just been our teams. Like, I don't have it striking out. You know, Judge having four strikeouts today, that was less than ideal. Yeah, he had the two RBIs, but just, what is it, 28 left on base? Is that what that says here? Yep, 28 there. Judge himself, six. Stanton, four. Voight, seven. Yeah, for the series, we we were six for 29 with runners in scoring position, and we left 33 men on base, which is not good. That's a bad number. That's one of those bad numbers that we don't like to see because it means your offense isn't clicking. Yeah, and especially when Voight's supposed to be the guy that's getting pitches to hit, you know, with Judge and Stanton around him. But I don't know what was going on today. At least Stanton drew three walks. You know, Judge didn't get walked once. But but they looked bad, too. Yeah. It wasn't just that they were striking out. It's that they looked completely lost. Yep. And that guy, John Means of the fucking Baltimore Orioles, I mean, he threw, what, 80 pitches? At least 150 of them were change-ups that got missed. Yeah, and it was just like Paul O'Neill was saying. He was just like, they should just sit back and wait for the change because it's literally the only thing he's throwing right now. Yeah, he threw two pitches. He threw a 92-mile-an-hour-per-hour fastball, which was straight, no movement on it, and he threw a change-up, which wasn't that good. The only benefit was that he had good arm action on it, which it just means that they looked the same coming out of his hand, and they were just different speeds. And he threw the fastball, and he threw the change-up away. And that was it. That was all he was doing. Somebody should have been able to hit that guy. Well, Sanchez did. <laughs> Sanchez got him. Sanchez went deep today. It looked a lot better off the bat than it. I only made it a few rows deep. But still, it's nice to see Gary kind of get that monkey off his back because he was struggling to start the season, too. Who knows? Maybe Brett Gardner's slap single will get him off the bench, too. I mean, yeah. Hopefully they can figure it out. Very concerning from Brett. Yeah, uh, I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to take it if we're going through an entire year of Yankees baseball where we're just doing this thing again. We get runners in scoring position. We either hit a home run or we strike out and we leave men on base. What's the point? What yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have no hair left in my head if that's how we're going to play this year. No, and I'm going to I'm going to be really mad at people on Twitter, too, because they that's their favorite thing to complain about. That's all they want to talk about. How running runners in scoring position. We don't have any contact hitters. You know who's a contact hitter? Manny Machado's a contact hitter. Like, bro, stop. Like, uh, DJ Lemayhu, he's a contact hitter. He had a fantastic day today. Yeah, he continued his impress. So that's great. He might be the best hitter on the team if you go by today. I mean, he literally won a batting title two years ago, right? Yeah. Two years ago. So. <laughs> so it's really not that wild of a claim to say DJ, DJ Lemayhu is your best hitter. No, just contact not that outrageous. Uh, he's never going to hit for a lot of power. Last year, I think he had 15 home runs, and that was a career high. So he's just going to get you a bunch of slap singles. He's going to use all fields. He's going to get on base. I think that was the problem on Saturday. or It felt like he just had a black hole at the bottom of the lineup. Going Tulowitzki to Gardner. Tulo really didn't do anything. No, I mean, especially today. I mean, I'll like, take the bat off your goddamn shoulder, dude. 
Yeah, I don't. There's nothing else to say about that. It was just the offense was not good. They were bad. The numbers don't necessarily show how bad it was. They kind of do. Judge was lost today. Four strikeouts, that shows it. But Stanton only had two strikeouts, and he really didn't look good either. Voight didn't look particularly good. He did have a nice heart single. Uh, Andujar, kind of, I want to say he got the monkey off his back because he's, he's not had much luck. He's, get, he's hitting the ball hard, but he's not having a lot of luck. Nope. But, again, everything just looked lackluster today. S- slow, flat, unenthusiastic. So, <clears throat> hopefully it's just a little hiccup in the road. Yeah. Going forward, you know, uh, there's not really anything left to say about how bad these games were. But going forward, uh, this is some interesting Yankee news. John Sterling might miss a game for the first time in 30 years. Because his kids are graduating from high school. And he said, if there's a conflict, I'm going to my kid's graduation. Rightfully so. Wouldn't he know if there's a conflict already? Well, the game could get rained out. That's really the only thing. So it's just like a hypothetical. We're not sure. Yeah, if the game gets rained out, the streak lives. If the game does not get rained out, then John Sterling will break a streak that has lasted more years than I have been alive. So that's actually how it plays out? Like, that's his actual scenario? So he's going to miss it. Like He's going to miss the game. Yeah, unless he gets rained out. So. That's the best news we got for today? Yeah, there's not a lot because the team, they stunk. They True. stunk this weekend. This was a bad weekend. Yep, very bad Honestly, opening I weekend. For, I didn't care for the day off after opening day. Like you, you finally gave me baseball, and then you just take it away the next day. What the fuck was that? Yeah, that was... Um, ooh, excuse me. That was just a big curveball. Um, <laughs> oh, geez, what's going on here? Infield fly rule? Sorry, I'm watching the Phillies and Braves. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, we got to see where future Bryce Harper's, how he's doing. How's he doing? Future Yankee Bryce Harper. Oh, future Yankee. I have, he, got, he ran to his teammate in the outfield just recently, but yeah, looks like they purposely just let this one drop. I feel like people don't really acknowledge that Bryce Harper's not good at defense. Like, he's actually an atrocious defender now. Yeah. He used to be good. When he first came up, he was a pretty good defender, and then all of a sudden he turned into somebody who's just completely unreliable. And then he goes to the National League, which I don't I'm never going to understand that. Guys like Daniel Murphy and Bryce Harper – who are almost tailor-made to play designated hitter. And there's like... Oh, Murphy I'm... just went down. Yeah, yeah, he did. Broke an index finger, and they refer they might be ligament damage, which is before he even play in Coors Field. It's already down. They don't know how long he's going to be out for, right? They only put him on the 10-day DL, I think. So maybe, uh, maybe it's not going to be like a two-month thing. Maybe it's just going to be a few weeks where they just keep putting him back on the DL. But oh, I'm sorry, the IL. Oh, yeah, that's right. The injured list. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that's going to that. take me about seven years to come around on before I actually figure out it's called the IL, not the DL. And then I'll start calling it the IR because that's what they call it in football. Uh, around the league, Christian Yelich, really good. Yeah, still really good. Yeah. I mean, just he came, he does everything. I mean, there's not enough you can't say about the guy. Real shocker that the National League MVP from last year is still a really good baseball player. But so far, he's homered in four straight games. Four straight games. I had the walk-off hit today. Yeah, it's unbelievable what he's doing still. The Brewers are good. They All they need is a starter pitch, starting pitcher. And now that Corey Knabel's down, maybe they talk to Craig Kimbrell, too. 
you imagine if Dallas Keuchel and Kimbrell both went to the same team? I mean, that would make the Brewers a very, very scary team. Yeah, I wouldn't. There. See them. Actually, so, I think I'd be pretty comfortable seeing them because their rotation is still going to be complete trash. Like, they're still going to have to do a bullpen game if we saw them seven-game playoff. Yeah. I guess they're just going to have Josh Hader close for now, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But he's pretty valuable as, like, the rover, the Andrew Miller, who can just come in in any situation and have a good outing. Gets really important guys out. Uh, Sander Bogarts, guys, or, well, he hasn't been officially extended, but they're nearing contract in the seven games. Yep, well-deserved. Well-deserved, yeah. The, it seems like the Red Sox might be running out of money. Uh, I don't know how they're going to sign Mookie Betts because he's probably going to command about what Bryce Harper got. So they're, they're either going to empty the bank on a few guys and have no side pieces, or they're going to have a bunch of guys on no true stars. Yeah, he's going to opt out. He's going to get a better contract. I don't know if they're going to be the ones to give it to him because he earned. He proved that it wasn't. Yeah, they have a bunch of players that they're going to need to pay coming soon. So and I'm very interested to see how it played out. I think Jackie Bradley Jr. is probably number one on guys who are going to get the boot and guys who they're just going to say, all right, like we really enjoyed having you here. We can't afford to pay you what you're asking for. So we're not going to. Just good luck wherever you go next. Think fondly of us. <laughs> uh, Tampa took three of four from the Astros. Oh, yeah. Might be good. Might, Might be good. good. This was the trend for the first weekend. The Yankees, Astros, and Red Sox all lost their opening weekend series. Which is the Red Sox lost to the Mariners. Martin they baseball for assholes, though. So. Yeah, the Red Sox' big strength is supposed to be their rotation. Sale gave up a lot of runs. Porcello gave up a lot of runs. They did not look very good. Evaldi gave up a lot of runs, too. Uh, and the Astros lost to Tampa. Tampa really might be good. And they're, now they have two established starters, and it really gives them a lot of flexibility to work with their bullpen days. So, I don't know. I think Tampa might be a lock for a wild card spot. I really think both... They're a very, very dangerous team. I really think both spots are going to come out of the AL East. I wouldn't, I, would agree. I wouldn't be shocked if the Blue Jays kind of worked their way into the conversation once Vlad Jr. shows up. If he really is the truth, they have a decent rotation still. They still have Marcus Stroman. So, we'll see. It's going to be a very interesting year in the AL East, that's for sure. Yeah. Stroman, Stroman and Schumacher both had really good games for the Blue Jays in the first series. They had almost identical stat lines. They both went seven innings and gave up two hits, which is a really, really great start to the year for them. All they're missing is offense. Uh, former Yankee Michael Pineda threw four innings of no uh, one hit ball today, with five strikeouts, no runs. Where is he at now? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. He started to come out of the bullpen and do that for them. He started. Yep. No, he started. Throw four. His pitch count was just absurdly high. Well, it is his first start coming off Tommy John surgery. It's early in the year. They're gonna have to rely on him pretty heavily. I, I don't think you can rely on. Barrios that much. He's a stud when he's on, but he's not on very often. He has a lot of games where he just looks completely lost. Yeah. So the twins might be good. That if it's not the race like the second wild card spot, I think it'll be Minnesota. I don't anticipate it coming out of the AL West. I think the Ashes run away with that division and no one else is particularly close. I agree. I mean I wouldn't doubt I think like I said, I think the AL East is probably the deepest of the divisions. 
you know, I'd be shocked really if someone else yeah. eked someone out for that other spot. It's, it's, we'll it's safe to assume that it's going to be the Yankees or the Red Sox are going to win the division, and whoever doesn't win the division is going to be the first wild card team. You would, you would think that, yep. And you're talking about can the Rays win out of division games enough and beat up on the Orioles enough to get that last wild card spot? Because the Twins have the same thing. If they're decent, they're playing a lot of really bad teams in, in the AL Central. And you're talking about the Tigers, the White Sox. It's just bad. Even the Indians aren't that good. The Royals stink. Uh, so it's which which team is going to give them problems? Yeah. You could see the Minnesota Twins be a decent, like a halfway decent team, a 500-type team, and still win almost nine games just because the division's so bad. Uh, here's a weird story. Russell Martin, he is the first position player to throw a 1-2-3 inning. He I must have missed that. Where is So he's still, is he still out in L.A.? Where yeah, is he, he now? plays for the Dodgers. He came in in the 18-5 route of the Diamondbacks and threw a 1-2-3 inning. Two ground balls and a fly out, which is awesome story. Really embarrassing for the Diamondbacks that you can't get a single hit off. I was going to say, that's got to be a huge hit to the ego, right? No pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Right, for a professional baseball player, you can't hit a catcher. I'm not. I'm not going to be answering questions after that. I'm going to the clubhouse and I'm getting to my car immediately. Yeah. I'm not going to be on the team that got no hit by a catcher for an inning. And also, John Ryan Murphy, another former Yankee. Both these guys former Yankees. So what we're really learning is that the Yankees really develop position player pitchers well. <laughs> John Ryan Murphy also pitched in this game. So two catchers pitching in the same game. Probably Very could true. use them today at some point. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if either of them pitched for the Yankees at any point. I love when position players pitch. It's awesome. It really is just like you're you're at the bottom of the barrel. You got nobody left in the tank. It's like I don't know. Just go throw the ball over the plate. Let's see what happens. Sometimes you get two ground balls and a flyout. Sometimes you give up three home runs in a row. Uh, Bryce Harper's returning to Washington soon. Is that this upcoming week? Yeah. And yeah, Max so Scherzer's Scherzer, right? Yep, he's pitching the first game. And as we know, Max Scherzer is a goddamn psychopath. He's going to put one right in his ear. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know what their relationship was like in Washington. I can't imagine it was good. If they come out and they're booing Bryce Harper, which I assume they're going to, Max throws one high and tight. He's going to get a lot of favor with the fans. I think they'd cheer that. You never want to cheer for a guy to get hurt, obviously, or thrown at. But I think that would be... A wild move by Scherzer. And he's him crazy down would be great. I live for that. Oh yeah, he's a crazy person. So I 100 percent believe that he would do that. You ever see? There's one really, really good video of him talking to himself on the mound, and it's like every time he gets the ball back, if he gave up a hit, he's just screaming at himself. You do imagine like he gives up three hits in a row. You're the pitching coach. And you're like, ah, I really should go out and talk to Max about this one, but I don't think I want that. Imagine smoke. trying to take him out of the game after that. No, no chance. No, you yeah. just got to leave him in there. No, I don't want that. That's why he throws so many complete games. And the man is just like, bro, like, I'm not going to get him. Do you want to go get him? Yeah, I'm not telling him he's coming out. I'm no, not please. telling him he stinks. I'll make you the inner. I'll get thrown out right now. You'll become the manager. You just have to go get Max out of that's the game. That's what I would do. If I was manager, I'd be like, all right, we got to take Max out. So I get myself thrown out and then leave the bench coach to get, get him out of there. Yeah, you just run out and start arguing with the umpire. Bro, Lou, that was a ball. Yeah. Uh, a call went in your favor, manager. Please. Yeah. No, 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 no. I demand I be thrown out of this game immediately. 
And on your way out, you'd be like, ah, someone go get Max Scherzer off the mound. But yeah. As soon as he gets to the dugout, I'm going to tell him that it wasn't my decision. <laughs> um, here's another weird story. The Rangers had Dino Day today, and they had one of those inflatable dinosaurs come out and throw out the first pitch. And what, a, go well. what a weird stunt to pull opening weekend. Yeah. Like you're reaching this deep in the bag of tricks to get people in the ballpark. You think Dino Day is going to be the solve your problems? Roster certainly is going to get people in the ballpark. What makes you think that dinosaurs will? I don't know. Well, the video was really funny. I I hope that it was intentional that they had the dinosaur throw it like three feet away. But I want to say it's not. How can you not look ahead? If you schedule Dino Day, how can you not look ahead and be like, all right, we have to get a dinosaur costume that somebody can actually throw the ball out of. Like, we can't have this this alligator-armed velociraptor. I'm sure some intern was in charge of finding that. Yeah. Oh, and he fucked up big time. <laughs> that guy's no longer an intern with the Texas Rangers. Or it's getting such good poll on social media that he got a promotion. Maybe. Again, that's a conspiracy theory. Maybe that's how it went down. This was like a planned a plan thing. Right, we have no attention on our team right now, so what we're going to do is have a dinosaur throw a ball really short. I swear it's going to work. Uh, so let's just, the end of the podcast here, let's just throw out some crazy overreactions. I won't. I don't have any. I you don't have say, any I'm, crazy. I'm gonna stay calm right now. You gotta get crazy, man. Get no, crazy. no, I'm gonna stay calm. I'm not gonna stoop down to that level. I'm gonna what try if, to stay calm. What if I just started baiting you? Baiting me? Yeah, baiting you. How? Greg Bird is gonna be an MVP this year. I mean, I'm not even gonna respond to that. I went too far with the bait. Yeah, that's just. Miguel's and Miguel Andujar's defense is gonna be subpar again. I mean, it's probably true, but he's been playing great right now. So let's keep it going. Again, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me. I'll leave the overreactions to you. It's game three. Luis Severino won't pitch a single inning for the Yankees this year. That would be a big problem. It would be a big problem. That's just not even. You don't have a single overreaction for me. No, I'm telling you, I'm gonna stay calm. You can create the clickbait. I'm gonna stay here and be rational, be a normal, level-headed person. Just don't have, don't have the energy to fight you on anything like that. Not gonna let it happen. Unbelievable. Not gonna let it happen. You don't have it's just not a single one. Not a single. I, I just watched four hours of a game, and I'm just gonna try to keep the best of it. The Yankees' offense actually stinks. I mean, it did today. It did today. It yeah. Stinks. And if it do you think that's gonna be a consistent a consistent thing? Do you think that the I offense sure is gonna stink every day? I sure as hell hope not. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of this. Neither am I. I don't like that you're not giving me an overreaction. How about you give an overreaction? You haven't given one yet. You've been asking one for me. Um, I think Aaron Judge is going to strike out a lot. I think he's going to strike out 180 times plus. I know he has a different approach, but today he, he looked completely, completely lost. He did. Uh. And I think maybe it wasn't the maybe the new approach isn't the best idea after all. And that's a that's an overreaction. In reality, I think that's probably going to be a better approach for him. I'd almost go to that all the time because he's strong enough to just muscle balls out all the time. But I think if you're changing your approach at the plate and you're changing your stance, that might be troublesome for a while. Uh, John Carlos Stanton's going to have a lot of strikeouts. It's not really a hot take. Uh, okay, yes. here we go. Overreaction. Brett Gardner. He's going to hit under 200 this year. He I, looks 
completely lost. Yeah, I mean, you're just like saying stuff based off the evidence given to you. All right, well, so that's not that high of a take when the guy's been for 12 to start. Yeah, that's what the overreaction is. This is just one series, but we're going to make generalizations about the whole year for it. All right, well, hopefully Hicks comes back. Hopefully. That was funny. You were watching the game out in the living room, and I was in my room, and Brett Gardner struck out, or he grounded out or something, and we both just yelled, when the fuck is Aaron Hicks coming back? Yeah, we need him back. Definitely yeah. need him back as soon as possible. And DD. make the lineup longer. And DD. DDD back. DD is big. That you, everyone always forgets how much of an impact he has on the team. When he was out at the end of last year, like they were bad. They were not a good team. Just having his bat in the middle of the lineup is, is so huge. Because then you get to slot everyone back even farther. Didi usually, he hit third for us a lot of last year. Right in the middle of the lineup, breaking up Judge and Stanton. Which is a big, big deal. But either way, we need to get healthy. We need Severino back. We need Sabathia back. We need Batanzas back in the bullpen. Once Batanzas come back, Tarpley probably gets sent down. I think we're going to be stuck with Seth and Kane for a while. Yeah, Seth was good, was good, but I think we're going to be stuck with him for a while. That's about it. Bad about week. it. Bad weekend. Bad weekend. Hopefully this week's better. We'll be at the ballpark tomorrow, so maybe we can get some good juju. But we'll see how it is. I'm leaving today. Right. Later, guys. Come back next week. I want to be a part of it. New York, New Thanks for listening to Elite Sports Radio. Stay right through the very heart of it. New York, New York. I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep and find out. Little town blue.